Hello everyone and welcome to this week's podcast. In this episode we are joined with the Australian band The Ryans. Made up of four, they are a new fresh band making waves across the Australia's coast. Talking about their journey to where they are today and everything to do with TikTok. Just a little disclaimer, as this was done over Zoom, the audio levels sometimes differ. Apologies about that. But anyways, let's get into it. Um, so just so everybody kind of gets to know you guys. So do you want to just kind of go in order of like your names and stuff like that, just so we're all kind of familiar with you? I'm Asher and I'm the lead guitarist. I'm Harley and I play rhythm guitar. Uh, I'm Noah, I play bass and I sing. Yeah, I'm Tom. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Tom and I play drums. Um, so the idea of the Ryans, so where's this kind of like idea come from? How did, how did you guys meet at the very beginning? Um, yeah, so we were, we were all sort of just playing our own, our own things back in the day. Um, Harley wasn't much into piano when he was, when he was younger, but once he came into my place, he sort of got into the music side of things. And, um, Tom was in the, the school band and Ashley was in the guitar ensemble. We sort of just all joined together for a, uh, the talent quest back in high school. I was going to mention that because <laughs> I, um, Checked on your Instagram and I saw the first post and it was like, what, 2016? Was it 2016 Talent Quest or whatever it was? So was that the first time you guys properly like did something together? Like six months for that one song? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we figured if we planned for 900 kids that we knew, that would be the most embarrassing one. So it would just get easier after that. So, um, so how old are you guys? Are you guys still all in school and stuff like that? 16, yeah. 16, no way. 16, <laughs> no way. Yeah, wait, 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 wait. So all four of you are 16? Uh, I'm 17. Jesus. I can't believe that. <laughs> that was crazy. We were all like, you look like you're at least like 20. That's what I was saying. <laughs> so we're both 19. So, you know, we're, we're a little bit just uh, a few years older than you guys. But um, yeah. so what year is that then? Are you guys in still... I don't know how like school works over there. Is there like it's the final year? Final year. Yeah, and then you move on to college and stuff like that, or something. Or would it be? Yeah. 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 I don't know if we're gonna do much of that. <laughs> so is that kind of like the idea is just to kind of pursue like the music, uh, kind of like carry on with that, really? Yeah. Well, obviously, like we need financial stuff on the side to like support our brain <laughs> stuff. So we're gonna have to work like a, I don't know, just like a part time or yeah, or even yeah. just go to get like a small job that we can just get enough money to live off along with the band. Yeah. So, well, yeah. Until, and if we get famous, then yeah. you know, we can quit our jobs. So in terms of like the songs, you've kind of got, uh, you started with like covers and stuff, didn't you really? Like focusing on more of like, uh, like putting your own twist on like, you know, bigger songs already. Did that, how did that then go into like, you know, you writing your, you know, your own songs and making your own kind of materials? Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, we sort of we, we at the start of playing as a band, we were playing songs like the Talent Quest one, Say Something, and Sam Smith, Ed Sheeran, because they're all like the most basic chords you know. I should play. Yeah, yeah, they, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was just playing piano, and so we sort of like, well, we only play sad slow songs because they're easy. And then as um, Ashley's guitar progressed, and I sort of started to pick it up as well. We played songs like Stuck in the Middle and uh, just Halfway Out, that's our song. Um, Johnny Be Good. <laughs> and after we played those songs, we um, were sort of just like, well, this is way cooler than, you know, the stuff we've been doing. Yeah. Um, so we sort of got into 60s rock 
and then sort of transition to the bands that live where we do and you know that kind of sound because we started playing parties and everyone was like you know sort of just the trending sound i guess and then we got into writing music we're not gonna probably be a cover band yeah. so yeah we would you take any inspiration from like you mentioned about 60s rock then is it like their main that's your main inspiration for music then well, I feel like that's the genre that made or well, i guess maybe like subconsciously made us decide certain things in our music yeah like yeah. techniques and certain structures yeah. like the beatles techniques and lyrics and everything and then there are heavy inspirations where we live like um one of our favorites is lime cordial and they write, we, we, we've covered heaps of their songs. Mm-hmm. And also, Stacey Main and Ocean Alley, which are probably no one to you because they're mm-hmm. in the UK. But, um, I keep nodding. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I've covered theirs. And we sort of find that in songs that we cover, the next song we write, we have a lot of inspiration from that song. So, like, you know, things with chords and you know, tempo, basically. Yeah, take inspiration from basically anything we play. So in terms of like songwriting and stuff, do you guys go on kind of like things that have happened to yourselves? Like um, the two songs that have come out, is this kind of like from personal experience or is it more just kind of, you know, kind of creating a narrative from like the storytelling? Um, most of the time it sort of just comes to us with like a, it's like a weird, a weird thing that you just like, you come up with a word that forms into a story out of your own head. Yeah. Um, it's about like back in primary school when you have like a, a um, primary school relationship and you get your friend to um, break up with someone for you. Yeah. Sadie <laughs> <laughs> um, makes a lot more sense though because you said that. Yeah. Sadie's breaking up with someone else and sick and tired of your bull. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and halfway out... Halfway out's a bit more intense. So I'm <laughs> a little more of a mature story. You know, it's a, a lot of heavy relationship stuff, which we've obviously been in relationships, but it's not based on anything that's happened to us. Yeah. Another song that aren't out, I feel like a lot of aspects of the stories are sort of based off not things that we've experienced, it's like, like observations we've made about you know, other people or, you know, movies we've seen, just basically anything that, you know, we sort of see in our life, sort of find its way into what we write about. I think I was going to mention as well, you guys are only 16 and 17 as well. So you still got like, yes. obviously you've got like your primary school, you've got your like high school sort of experiences. You're going to get yeah. into like the next few years working and stuff like that. I think it's great because obviously you're new into like the music industry, but you're able to get experiences now. Obviously you've seen them of observations, but you're going to make your own experiences and then you can comment on them on your own songs, which I'm going to guess you're going to probably think about doing in the forthcoming future. Sure. I think um, we, we really try and tell a story in our songs. Yeah. You know, it's going to be, I can't just be like, like really personally related because then just like no one will get it. Yeah. It's like, oh, okay. This is cool. Uh, <laughs> We try to make it relatable as well. And catch yeah, relatability is definitely important. The song we wrote was about um, a guy <laughs> a guy at the servo, like the service station, and um, he was like, we just noticed that he wouldn't respond when you buy something. Yeah. You know, he like, wouldn't say anything. Like, oh, that's a bit rude. And then over time, 
he'd like end up saying, you know, thanks, mate. You know, how are you going? And he would just end up talking. And I was sort of like, you know, because I was getting into songwriting, we all were. Um, pretty much every song was sort of somewhat about love. Mm-hmm. So I was like, try and not have it about love. <laughs> have it as stupid as the yeah. guy that was. Whatever, or gas station, yeah, whatever. Yeah. 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 But we were just like, you know, we do that. And <laughs> that was a slow song, so we really play that at parties. And we've written a lot more in between that and the ones that have come out. But obviously, we can't record everything that we play. So, yeah, so, yeah. I'm talking about how he's in love with the servo guy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so in terms of like, you know, you still being at school and stuff, how has that kind of like affected your, you know, your social life as well? Has it, have you kind of thought, oh God, like trying to find it in between, between, you know, still being, you know, chill at school and still wanting to pursue this? Yeah. Um, I mean, it's tricky, especially now with COVID as well. Yeah. Um, onto the whole school thing, we're doing an exam. We're doing our exam period next week. Um, yeah, tricky <laughs> <laughs> to get in practice times, but we have a really good gig at school where we can use this music studio in lunches. Yeah, so we come in our lunch and play in practice. So we, we got it pretty good, um, in school. Yeah, yeah. it's uh, it's pretty sick when like we go to a gig or something and like half of our year shows up. It's like they actually like our music. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so that's like, good. Now you say. Like this pretty popular band. But um, when we got there, a lot of our friends were there. And like there was like 500 people there that we just knew. And like, so and we all met them through school. So when we see them, we say, oh, cool. They actually like <laughs> met us through school and they like our stuff. I feel like that's probably like the, the best way of knowing that you've done something right in a way. That, you know, you, you've got that feedback. Maybe not necessarily them saying, oh, this is sick, but them obviously knowing your music and you still being a part of like that whole hype around it all. I think it's awesome. Our friends at school and they're all listening to our songs and they put us on that, they tag us in their story or something. It's like, oh, sick, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say definitely with school as well, because obviously you've got everyone there, that's 900 people, but then they'll probably go on and tell people, oh, yeah, you should listen to these guys that have been at my school, X, Y, Z. And it's just going to grow. And honestly, it's just... Honestly, starting a school is probably the best thing anyone could do if they want to get into music, I think, anyway. Friend knows a friend. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So, like, um, how would you guys define your music, like, your actual genre of music? Because I feel like you guys fit in quite a few different kind of uh, genres. Um, We sort of, because we're starting not so early, but we have... We plan to be doing it for a, a little a little longer. <laughs> um, we don't really want to be tied down to like a certain genre because, like I said about the Beatles, yeah. they sort of everything under the sun. And like Queen as well, we like them. Um, the stuff we're writing now, though, uh, is pretty much a lot like music around here. It's like sort of defined as indie surf rock yeah. and rock. So... Um, you know, we don't mind that tag because it, you know, it fits and it has the same sort of sound around how we play. But then again, you know, we do want to uh, try different genres in the future. Especially with our new song, we're doing like this uh, in the chorus. So it's, it's released on our Instagram, but it's like this like Arctic Monkey sort of vibe. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's like a, it's a, 
it's it's catchy, like it's enjoyable in our own style. <laughs> That's the kind of thing that we were saying, like when we kind of saw your guys' inspiration, like we kind of saw, you know, elements of Arctic Monkeys. And I don't know if you guys are familiar with the Growlers as well, that kind of like idea of it all and stuff. Um, yeah. That's the kind of like vibe that we kind of got from, you know, your music and stuff, which I think is sick because like they said, they're all kind of, you know, fit into everything. That was a compliment. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> it's all good. <laughs> uh, so... Again, with that kind of idea of finding yourselves as a band and stuff, have you guys found, you know, your typical fans, I guess, like the people who you would, you know, probably associate yourselves with, with the band? Yeah, girls. <laughs> 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 Best way to be. <laughs> yeah, like a few well, yeah, we started, when we were going into the 60s rock sound, we really attracted a lot of, a lot of like the parent age because they were like, oh, look at these, you know, 14, 15-year-old kids playing songs that we used to listen to when they were, they were that old. <laughs> We've heard stories of them being fans of us and then finding out their teenage daughter is a fan of us as well <laughs> or other ages of people that uh, could be interested in Yeah, um, I met my um, my grandma's friends the other day and she said, say, you've got a favourite song. <laughs> 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 That's the way you. That's when you know you kind of you know smashed it when when the grandmas are on it. So <laughs> you, you got to expect the girls as well when you got eighty thousand followers on TikTok. What are you gonna say, bro? Like <laughs> <laughs> that's the other thing as well where I feel like bands are slowly changing because obviously the media has changed in terms of how to how to you know bring bring yourselves out and advertise yourselves. There's so many more platforms than what they used to be. Um, you know, we was going through, you know, all you guys' Instagrams and you've all, even though you are all the band, you've all got your own individual kind of vibe as well. Like all the different, which I think is sick as well, because you're all your own independent people, but yet you all come together and like bring a lot more to like the whole grand scheme of everything, which I think is sick. We literally scrolled and that was like, we were done. <laughs> we did one, done. <laughs> um but no so in terms so your inspiration as well is there kind of your main things where you kind of will want to be like is there bands where you're like even though you do you know you want your own sound and stuff is there kind of people that you have in mind already where you you kind of want to be and bands like the Beatles you know top of the world maybe someday what was the uh, what was the band the Motley Crew I think like, you know, finding yourselves as well in like uh, Australia and everything, it will be awesome for you to like break into like other, pl- I think that's when you kind of know that you have become even more successful when, you know, you broke your, your home country, but you're able to like go into other countries as well and they're able to accept it. Yeah, yeah. Like 20% of my uh, TikTok followers is from the UK. There we go. So, like, every single country has, like, (laughs) at least one listen. Yeah, it's uh, all lit up. It's like one in Ukraine. It's like... (laughs) (laughs) Cool. (laughs) (laughs) So, what is it kind of like, you kind of want it to be taken now? Do you kind of, obviously, you're still committing to it all. Whereabouts do you kind of want it to go? Do you want like your own gigs and you know festivals and stuff like that? Where's the kind of aim that you kind of want it to be at? Let's think. Let's think short term before COVID, like after COVID properly, and then we'll think about. Obviously, long term we're thinking Beatles. So, <laughs> short term, let's think about like 
straight after COVID or when yeah. festivals and gigs become a bit more prominent? I think like every little thing that can help us progress, like obviously tour would be amazing. Yeah. And so would like festivals and stuff, but like even just like pub gigs and little ones where you just get to know like the small audience. Cause if you play in front of thousands of people, you don't go talking to all of them, obviously. I think, like, yeah, I think now that we've gained, what was it? 7,000 followers in the past couple of months. Um, I don't think we want to do our own show. Yeah. I feel like yeah. they a sold out headline show with a full set of originals. Cause we have a lot, but with the ones we want to play um, and also the ones that people will dance to as well. Cause we don't all have dancing ones, but you know, I feel like it'd be such a cool experience to have other bands play. And then, you know, we come on last and yeah. people actually pay tickets to see us, yeah. which is directly after COVID obviously, but hopefully the events leading up to that will sort of fall into place. I think we'll try and um, contact bands as well, see if we can open for them. I think that'd be... Yeah, we got to start with the opening. Yeah. yeah. Headline is cool. Yeah. I was going to say, how's it going with Triple J as well? Ooh. So we, um, we did this... We didn't make it through, but um, we did get a review from the Unearth, one of the Unearth listeners and a person from actual Triple J. Yeah. Um, radio station they reviewed our song they said they loved it they said it was a good vibe we definitely have something there so that's pretty cool that's great to hear because triple j one of the i'm guessing they're the biggest radio station in australia or one of them anyway yeah i think it's just yeah. exposure at the end of the day with you guys because you seem to know what you want to do you're getting a hundred thousand streams on spotify you're on all music platforms as well so i think it's just getting the exposure and then just fulfilling it you know what sort of direction you want to take it as well so it's awesome. I think you know what you're doing. And plus you carry yourselves not like sixteen and seventeen year olds. You carry yourselves like a bunch of people who actually know what they want to do with their lives. Which is mad for sixteen. Which is literally honestly crazy for sixteen and seventeen. So honestly I mean the best thing that me and Joe probably think is that you guys are so easy to talk to as well, which comes across as well. So I think you guys just deserve the best i know i know it's probably big praise for someone who's never met you before but you know you've got two songs out it's two just two songs out at the moment isn't it yeah you tracked just keep on building on them man because honestly they'll you'll, they'll just start popping you can pop them on your uh, tiktoks as well yeah, yeah. i'm gonna get back into that <laughs> I'm, I'm that'll, be, that'll be the new tiktok dance like yeah the, the sadie dance you know what i mean <laughs> oh no <laughs> Girls working my voice. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. Changing this dynamic of everything. What's the... If, uh, how do you guys actually all get into music? Was it kind of like a thing you kind of all grew up with or is it more, you know, you kind of just stumbled on it as you went through your school? Um, well, for me, I grew up with it. It was like in my... It's, it's in my mum's family. Everyone, everyone sings in that. And my dad's been in the band since he was my age. Um, and he's 50 now. I mean, he's not in the band anymore, but yeah, it's, I've just grown up with it around my, around my household. I got a guitar when I was like two. Um, so it's late though. <laughs> <laughs> uh, two is a bit of a but yeah. <laughs> no one in my family really has played music. I don't really know about my mom's side. She was adopted. So like my grandpa could be John now. Yeah. <laughs> I played in like a single band on the trumpet and stuff. That just 
a little insight into the music, and then I kind of grew to hate it. I'll be quite honest. <laughs> no hate on Trump. It's, it's it's sick, but like, <laughs> but um, yeah. And then I picked up the guitar and I joined the. I, well, my math teacher started teaching me in primary school, and I just learned like a few chords and was messing around. And then I finally got a proper teacher and then joined the guitar ensemble. And it was just like a little one that we play at little market days, which were held like in the nearest town. And um, and what's it called? Um. From that, oh, I knew the boys then, <laughs> and then come and like see the shows and whatnot. But yeah, and then I joined them. And then my story, <laughs> and I basically I was one day, and he had a keyboard, and I had never played any instrument because my family is super untalented. <laughs> but, um, pressing it all, not going on. And his mum just came in, you know, taught me how to play hard, and so I was like, dun dun dun. And I sort of, I learned that and I was like, holy crap. <laughs> and then I sort of kept playing more on the piano and then played on Noah's deck to his family. All right, skip three years. So, yeah, my story. Um, pretty much none of my direct family <laughs> plays any instruments. Except my uncle who played drums. Wait, I never actually, I've never actually seen him play the drums. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, I kind of just figured it out on my own. Came home from school one day and said I wanted to play clarinet. <laughs> and it turns out I couldn't use the, uh, <laughs> I couldn't use like the trumpet valve or the, the clarinet thing, the reed, yeah. So I couldn't use anything. And so they just gave me a pair of drumsticks and I could hit stuff. So I, I got that in the primary school went in when I was like eight and then um, pretty much progressed from there I was expecting you all to be like yeah so I grew up on music like my mum used to like you know always be around it <laughs> but no I, I, just, I think that again like gives it more of like the authentic feel that you know was even though you know sometimes when you hear about like the stories of Oh, I've been around music since I was one. I came out and I, like, my mum was singing. It was a bit ridiculous. But I think this kind of like, you know, plays its toll really. <laughs> I'm uh, understanding it. I was going to make a joke. Mum was just yelling when I was coming out. She was hitting a high ear. <laughs> <laughs> we can, uh, shall we go back? Do you wanna, shall we go back to it? So, uh, <laughs> I, I, again, like, um, Hopefully, like, we'll be able to actually do this in person one day. Obviously, you know, with COVID, it's a bit, a bit hard. And plus, we're in two completely different countries. Yeah. That is also another part of it. <laughs> yeah, legit, honestly. What time is it now there? Is it, like, 20 past nine there? 9.20? Yeah, so I can't imagine it being that late already. It's just strange. But then you probably think you can't imagine it being this early for us. Cause yeah. 20 past 11 here in the morning, so 11, 20 a.m. They're behind us, man. <laughs> 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 this is the thing. I was, I was saying, when we first did it, <laughs> we were like, I was like, oh, so it'll be 5.30 for you guys on Wednesday, but it'll be 2.30 for, you, for us in the evening on Tuesday. And I was like, hang on, that's nearly 24 hours difference. And I was just like... I've definitely done something wrong here. And like, I was saying, wait, they're 10 hours different. Do you have anything to plug for uh, anyone listening? Uh, 
uh, a couple of songs coming out in the near future. So can't reveal too much, too much of the deets yet. But basically, anyone that knows us and knows you that's listening, just you know, follow the yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Uh, well, uh, I was going to say, I think we're also doing a live stream soon. Okay. We don't have to, it's going to be on Instagram. So, yeah, it's going to be on Facebook. Details of it, yeah. <laughs> cool. Sorted. But no, I think that's everything, guys. I appreciate you all coming on. Apologies about the time difference, everything. And with that, that's this week's podcast all done. Cheers to the lads for being a part of it all. It really does mean a lot. And cheers to Nihal for also being a part of the podcast. Until next time, this has been Joe for What's New Then.